came from Bernardo Silva, form-wise at the moment, is he top two or three in the Premier League, would you say? The best. The best in the league at the moment. And what is it this season that's particularly impressed you about, about his, his performances? He was the best two, three seasons ago when we made 98 points. He was the best. Pools. This is your host, Thank Michael, you, and welcome back to the At The World podcast. And we're back with another episode of Fixing the world, and today I'm going to be talking about. Today I'm going to be talking about Manchester City. So, um, yeah, we've all seen Man City play, I, I presume. I guess uh, you'd think that there's no room for improvement, but the biggest room in the world is the room for improvement. So, how do I think they could improve? Well, um. I mean, they're obviously impeccable. I mean, they're almost perfect in every phase of play. Um, yeah, uh, I'll stop all the waffling. I'll just start. So, I mean, their goalkeeper's set. Um, not the best shot stopper, but on the whole, that's a bit irrelevant, especially with his ball playing ability and his. Um, his calmness under pressure. Um, I've said it before, having a goalkeeper that's calm under pressure relieves that pressure as well from, a, from your defence. And that also opens up spaces um, on other areas around the pitch. So, yeah, well, we'll move on to the defenders, I think. Uh, again, their defenders are set. Um, so I'll start off by talking about how City play. So T I've seen City play with a 3-2-5 uh, convert into a 2-3-5 when they've progressed play and they're in the chance creation phase. So um, in the th back three, that would be Walker, Diaz and Laporte. Then they'll transition up to a 2-3-5 with Diaz and Laporte, Walker, Rodri, Cancelo and the five forwards so I think that um, yeah their progression is they have every, they, there's actually no way that they can't progress the board like they can go long they can find the running behind they have technically secure players and players that are um competent physically so they're able to hold hold off any challenges they're able to play quick one-touch passes hold on to the ball um dribble, dribble out of pressure press resistant you know the whole lot fam like they're perfect like they can't like yeah they're just so perfect isn't it but yeah um how i think they can improve Personally, by not having De Bruyne in the starting eleven, this is no agenda, by the way. Just like, just my opinion, just straight facts. Um, I think De Bruyne kind of tunnels their potential, if you know what I'm saying. Like it's like their their potential, their potential for chance creation, and goal scoring gets very becomes very tunnelled 
very stream, very parallel when De Bruyne plays in this Man City team because um, he's very he's he's incredibly direct and um, they have better players that can create more high quality chances, which is what I'm trying to say. So um, I think Jack Grealish was ultimately bought as a replacement for De Bruyne. I don't think he should be starting on the left wing position because he's not really, his his 1v1 ability is actually, I actually overrated it so much. His, one v, his 1v1 ability is very mid, very gash, it's very average. Um, he's not that explosive. He doesn't use it enough. He hasn't. He, he doesn't use his explosiveness enough. One v one, which is kind of strange because I've seen like I've seen the music before. It actually catches a lot of a lot, a lot of defenders by surprise. How fast and strong he is, similar to Saka. Um, like he has that ability to swivel away from players and get his body in front of the ball so that the defender can't touch him. Which is what I've seen Saka do a lot as well. Um, he's also very technically secure, and when he matched up with his physicality, it's almost impossible to get him off the ball. Uh, similar to Bernardo Silva, uh, Bernardo Silva, um, he's not really explosive, but he's very, very tricky, and. Um, yeah, he uses you know a range of stepovers, body feints, and because of his height, uh, that low center of gravity makes it again almost impossible to get him off the ball. We've seen it so many times how he keeps the ball in tight spaces when there's seemingly no space and no way to keep the ball, and he just comes out of it somehow. So yeah, um, I think um, City's midfield, but obviously. They play. I've seen them play two, three, five. But let's say, like you know, like like, like we've seen the team sheet. Um, City's midfield should be Rodri, Grealish, and Bernardo Silva. Um, and then their front three should be Foden. Um, who's plays for City? No. Should be Sterling, Foden. Morris, yeah, yeah. See, I have so many players that like, sometimes I just forget. The Grealish, Rodri, Bernardo, Sterling, Foden, Morris, yeah. That should be City's um, starting eleven. Wait, no, sorry. Yeah, 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 that should be City's starting eleven, in my opinion. Well, to be honest, there's a lot of players that can um, challenge for that starting eleven, but yeah. Yeah, that should be these. That's that should be their starting eleven, in my opinion. Um, why? Because um, that team is perfect for chance creation. They they have so many ops. They have the running behind from Sterling. They have what's it? Grealish can always find Mares or Foden at the back post or a late runner from midfield. Um, at the back post actually let me start off by talking about how City progressed the ball so what I've seen a lot from City is that 
they tend to create overloads and have loads of players or have at least two players between the lines when they're building up from the back so uh, because obviously they've got a lot of technical technically secure players that can play out of pressure what I've seen is De Bruyne or um, Sterling or you know Bernardo waiting between the lines for the ball whilst um, their defenders and the goalkeepers playing out of pressure because De Bruyne has got a lot of pace and power um, and his carrying ability is nuts that makes him one of the best transitional players in the world next to the likes of Mbappe, uh, Son, Rashford so um, what I've seen is uh, the way City play out from the back creates a lot of transition Play, plays a lot of transitional um, what transitional type opportunities for City to uh, take advantage of so that means that De Bruyne will be able to receive in a half turn with space in front of him for him to drive into and yeah um, you know then you have Sterling Mahrez uh, if you have them wide then they can receive the ball out wide with space in front of them to take the defender on 1v1 which is called qualitative superiority qualitative superiority is basically when um, you're having your best players receive the ball in optimal positions so that means let's say ideally you'd want Mbappe receiving the ball um, on the wing with space to take on his defender you wouldn't want him receiving the ball in the middle of the, um, what's it receiving the ball with a defender tight close to him uh, because the defender can just put the ball and like you see what I'm trying to say like you want the play you want your players receiving the ball in the best possible positions so yeah that's how City like to progress the ball um, how City create chances um, so because City play with a 2-3-5 uh, a lot of teams will defend let's say in a 4-4-2 so if you've got four if you've got five forwards that means you can overload the back line which means that you've got uh, num numerical superiority because you're creating overloads and um, which means that you'll be able to create chances more easier more easily sorry I keep getting that mixed up easier and easily but yeah um, how City create chances um, so because City play that way they like to overload one side of the pitch then usually the far side winger will have time to receive and trouble at his opponent so you've seen this a lot with Mahrez he'll be waiting um, uh, on the right wing waiting for that switch um, that happened I think um, you remember best with Sane well, when Sane was at City Sane on the left and Sterling on the right wing um, they would receive the ball on the wing and have space to drive at their opponent you know, to whip in across or to cut back the ball or to you know take a shot and yeah um, Another way City actually create chances is by having um, 
Sterling received the ball as well um, with space to drive out his opponent and having an underlap by um, Bernardo or Gundogan or Grealish um, I've seen that a lot um, an underlap is basically the opposite of an overlap so overlap is when let's say a fullback runs on the outside of a player but underlap is when the player usually runs um, in front of the winger in behind the defender so basically on the defender's blind side that almost creates a overload in a 2v1 situation because that defender can't see that underlap happening as it's focused on the winger right in front of him so when Grealish or Bernardo Silva or Foden's making that run behind then that uh, receiving player will cut the ball back cut um, make a cut back and you know uh, uh, that will um, me that, that that will have the uh, the forward in the box will have a tap in basically so um yeah um that's another way that city create chances um another way city create chances is by having um um usually de bruyne de bruyne is the master of that underlap you've seen it many times makes the underlap on the right wing and you know just smashes the ball low cross or cut back and yeah the forward is a tap in um and more another way that i've seen city create chances this season is a lot of half space crosses so the half space is basically that space between the so you see that like the box the i forgot what how many yards it is but you see the box inside the penalty box that the keeper has to put the ball like where the keeper has to put the ball down for a goal kick that that space that that box basically so the outside of that box to the the that outside of the penalty box if you know what i'm trying to say like that space like so the so like the outside of the penalty not the outside of the penalty box okay basically the penalty box like the how do I explain it? Okay, let me search. Okay, basically, you have the scent of the pitch, then you have the scent, then you have like the space between the the side the the side of the pitch, like the wing and the scent of the pitch. So that that area is basically the half space. So I've seen Cancelo cutting in his right foot and whip a lot of half space crosses into the back post or Mara's. Uh, will cut in then whip half space crosses into the back post or De Bruyne from the right half space whipping crosses across the penalty box those are very effective especially when it's the um, when the player is whipping it um, oh, that's it across the goal basically no not across the goal across the ball oh, what's the in swinging ball that's it um that cross is more effective when it's an in swinging ball because that causes confusion between the center backs and the goalkeeper because the goalkeeper may not feel comfortable coming out because if a player gets a touch then you know it's a goal so yeah those are still, off the top of my head uh city's very um reliable chance creation methods and that creates them a lot of high quality chances and good goals and um yeah um one thing i really like about city is how is that how 
um they are so fluid uh, i know that pep has implemented a lot of positional play um philosophies into his game positional play is basically um assigning a player to a specific zone and having that player implement a specific action when he's in that specific zone so I said it many many times but when Mahrez receives the ball on the right wing what does he do he drives out his opponent takes it on 1v1 and whips in across or De Bruyne makes that underlapping run receives the ball whips in across or put a uh, cutback basically so yeah um but even though they have those philosophies city's front five are very fluid they do make a lot of um interchange into interchangeable movements and you see that with foden um foden's comfortable picking up the ball um in the, in the middle of the pitch and also on the wing um so i think um yeah uh how I think City could improve that, well, is by having um, more explosive players. So if they were to implement um, an explosive element to their game, that makes them much more unstoppable because explosion is very hard to stop. That's something that they had with Sane. Sane could basically take on, take on two players at once because of explosion, power, speed, power you know sorry um yeah taking on players with explosion you know power speed physically pushing players off running right past them because explosion adds that extra element to your game where um a sense of unpredictability can be felt uh, i mean sterling's explosive but you know he's not the most explosive and you know cc can certainly do uh with someone like that in their team I think um, their next Mara's replacement um, has to be someone explosive if they were able to get Saka my goodness um, but yeah um, also I think City could improve maybe a weird one but maybe not signing a striker because having a striker means that there's a focal point and that may remove that sense of fluidity across the front line because let's say I mean City would definitely improve by signing Haaland but again that he's not really going to drift off to the left or to the right he's basically stuck there so unless City are creating high quality chances for him you know it's like you see what I'm saying like he, he won't be useless but again City may improve they may improve by you know not signing a striker maybe signing a false nine like Jao Felix maybe Jao uh, Pep can help improve Jao Felix's physicality because he hasn't really improved physically like since I've seen Jao Felix break through he hasn't improved whatsoever physically or athletically or whatever if maybe Pep can you know help him somehow I don't know how these man coaches do it but if they can help him somehow again some of that even though he may be fully grown already then you know city may improve but yeah i mean apart from that it's very hard to improve city at this very moment in time um 
yeah, that's... <laughs> I mean, I tried to make this episode as interesting as I could, but yeah, that's the best I could do. Um, so yeah, um, that basically brings us to the end. Um, hopefully I'll come up with a more interesting episode in the future. So yeah, um, this is your host Matambi and this is the At The World Podcast. Listen, I ain't going, riding foreign, riches off a torrent.